And do, do you look in a tank top, Dolan? No. No. Do I wear tank tops? No. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, this is 2021 body positivity. That's right. Well, wear, that's, wear the tank top. Not if I wear it. Hashtag. <laughs> Maybe like put a shirt back on. There's a whole sh- <laughs> like shoulder shaving issue I have to go through with a tank top. So. <laughs> Ooh. Yikes. We'll just keep those covered up. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Uncle Joey. (laughs) Cut it out. Dolan. Special guest, Jamie Zarlingo. Hi. Brand specialist. Uh, You're special guest because you brought us this beer. I did. Well, Raiden did, but I had it. You were there with us. You were there with him. Yes. And your scratchiness has nothing to do with with the trip whatsoever. No, it's been a month, so you can't blame it on the trip anymore. Your child got you sick. Yes. There we go. So, all right. Straight from, it's a collab from two breweries on the East Coast. So straight from the East Coast and our uh, meet and greet in Portland, Maine, we have Stamos on drums and guitar. A uh, a collab between two breweries, about two and a half hours apart, Mast Landing and Vitamin C. Vitamin C, S-E-A. Oh, I vitamin get pun. C. Yeah. A spelling issue. There I you like go. It. So, hmm. double IPA. All right, we're back to we're back to normal. <sighs> Feels good. I, and I can tell you, we opened this ahead of time. This smells like juicy deliciousness. Yep, it does. Hey, did you have it when you were there? I did. Oh, and... Help me understand. You are an IPA fan. I have become one over time. Yes, I did not like them at first, but they have grown on me. Husband Jake is no IPAs. No, No. absolutely not. That is fantastic. My goodness, that's good. That's really good. What did? What was this catchphrase? Uh, Have Have mercy. mercy. That's what you got to say there. Have mercy. mercy. (laughs) That thing is good. That is. Yeah, that's. Delicious! Wow! Holy smokes! Here's the thing: I have. Why don't we live there? Well, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Okay, all right. Oh, uh, we're gonna, new I Atlas got, office. No, no, oh, okay, no, no, no. no, no. But <laughs> there's some fun. These one of these breweries has caught fire out there, and not in like a like a like a literal way, right? Okay, yes. Um, these their beers are beating other very large beers on the East Coast. And this, if this is any indication of it, I understand why. Yeah, for sure. Holy smokes, this is good. All right, so Mast Landing is located at 920 Main Street, Westbrook, Maine. So just west of Portland. Okay. Uh, And then Vitamin C... Is located at 30 Moores Road in Weymouth, 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 W-E-Y Mouth. So okay. is that like like Dorchester? Probably. Weymouth. Weymouth, Massachusetts, which is just right outside, of, just north of Boston. Okay. So that's why. Maybe it's Weymouth. It's, uh, yeah. Really bad. That was bad, but that's okay. 
like I said, two and a half miles apart, just down the coast. Like, it looks like a beautiful drive. I would love to take that drive just down the coast. Oh, I guess if you asked me how far is it from Boston to any place in Maine, I would have said way more than two and a half hours. Yeah. Because I just, I have no sense of how big, you know, how anything out there. Yeah. I just all, all I know is much. for my kids' puzzles, the states look pretty small. Yeah, that, that's true. That's all I, I've never been over there, so yeah. I couldn't tell you. Especially Rhode Island and Delaware. Delaware. So I did some investigating on their menu. Okay. Their beer menu. Yes. Mast landing. Okay. I I was like, okay, let's see what these cats are all about. Yeah. And they're all about IPA. Yes. 14 different. Between they have two tap rooms. They have like the brewery and then there's a tap room. Yep. I counted 14 at one location and 14 at another, but they weren't the same. Some of them were different. Wow. So, like 28 different ones? Or well, some were it, the same? Probably like 20 different ones. Okay. Mixture between the two. Okay. Um, they had in the Freeport tap room location, they had two different peanut butter stouts. Okay. Because I guess if you'd have one, then you might as well have another. I think one was nitro and one was not. Oh. Um, the main place, um, the brewery, I guess the one that's in Westbrook, mm-hmm. they had three stouts. Two sours, two Kolsch's, one lager, and 14 IPAs and or <laughs> pale ales. So, like, that's what they do. They make hoppy, you know, beers. You're on the East Coast. That's what you, you have do. To. You right. have to do that. So that looked pretty pretty outstanding. I mean, I kept scrolling down, and their can art was really cool. The labels were really awesome. Uh, they had pretty good descriptions of what the beers were supposed to be like. Uh, it just made me want to go there. Well, you're going close to there, right? No. I mean, no, okay. Just east. All right. Mm. And then the food. I got to talk about the food. Yeah. Because that looked interesting as well. They had a kitchen. Um, it's called Mainstay. Okay. So that's the name of the, I don't know if it's an independent kitchen company that works with them or whatever, but mm-hmm. they had things like pretzels. Mm. Got to have those. Sure. A veggie burger quesadilla. Interesting. Interesting. And then this was something I've never seen anywhere. House-made Chex Mix. Hmm. So they just whip it up for you right there. And then the other location, um, they had a lot of vegetarian items. One of them was jackfruit pulled pork. Oh. And then they also, they did have an actual cheeseburger. It was green chili cheeseburger. Thought of you. Hmm. And then um, Cool Ranch Coleslaw. So I'm hoping it just tastes like Cool Ranch Doritos. But maybe not. Okay, so I, n- no secret here, I love TikTok. I have fallen in love with TikTok. Um, I always thought there was some business, and I still think that there is a place for it in business. As much as it's fun to watch other people do stupid dances, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and a part of it is the food scene on TikTok. So the guys on grills and Blackstones and you know whatever you can you can learn so much in just like thirty seconds worth of a TikTok video. There are guys making like pancakes and coleslaw out of they'll take doritos and blend them up and then mm. make batters out of them and things like that and then I, there's any number of things I, so i'm not surprised i bet that's what they do they grind it up it could be and then sprinkle it over the top i don't know mm, i don't know but it would sound like it'd be good on a sandwich is what it looked like they did on the little video i saw sounds delicious I expected, I I expected because of the can and it being a collab that this wasn't going to be great. 
I thought, okay, this is just going to be gimmicky or whatever. They wanted to, they thought it'd be fun to do a collab and sell some beers or whatever. Completely wrong. And then the kind of the, the research that I did here kind of backs that up. Like okay. it, it, it kind of foreshadowed a little bit kind of what we were going to, what we're going to see. And some of this is so East Coast, like it's just so much the, of the East Coast. So Mast Landing Brewing was founded in 2015 by two guys, Ian Dorsey and Neil Frederick. And Neil is still the uh, current head brewmaster there. Uh, located in a former limousine garage at the junction of New Gorham Road and Route 25. So a, a limousine garage. Sure. That's awesome. For the big city, you got to park your limousine somewhere. That's so East Coast, though. Like, yeah. it's just, that's that's almost mobster, kind yeah. of, maybe. Like, they could have filmed some Sopranos episodes there or something. I hope they did. That'd be cool. Uh, the brewery was built out and designed to include a massive space for growing and brewing production along with a cozy tasting room. Uh, now they have distribution in, and this is fun, Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut. Okay, so East yeah. Coast, right? Michigan. Okay. Tennessee. Tennessee. Georgia. D.C. North Carolina. <gasps> Florida. There you go. Right? Oh, maybe I can find some. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Florida. Oregon, New Mexico. That don't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense. No. Now, most of those, I was like, okay, they put a couple of cases in the van and they drive it to the yep. states. But <laughs> New Mexico and Oregon and Texas, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Vitamin C was founded in 2014 by Dino Funari, F-U-N-A-R-I, Funari, who seems like an interesting cat. Like okay. he, he seems like one of those, uh, oh, I brew beer and I mine gold and I'm a uh, Bitcoin trader during the day. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if he's any of these other things. Sure. He's, he's got a lot of things going he on. He seems like that, though. Uh, an article from Boston.com in 2019, and this was the first thing I found, actually said the title of it is, there is a reason vitamin C brewing keeps running out of beer. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, well, why are they? Yeah. I, I mean, are they bad at production yeah. or... What? The first line actually says, vitamin C brewing is as good as everyone says it is. And that's the one that's just north of Boston? That's the one that's just north of Boston, okay. yeah. A month after these guys opened, after vitamin C opened, they competed in the Boston Magazine bracket of 64 New England breweries, and they won. Oh. So they beat uh, Nargaset, Backlash, Springdale, Trillium, Night Shift, and Treehouse. What? I mean, that's pretty good. Pretty good. That's ridiculous. That's uh, that's, that's beginner's luck, right? It must be. <laughs> <laughs> I, and every quote from this guy is, "Eh, we could do better." He's there like, you go. "I Never drink." Settle. Yeah, he's like, "I drink other beers and think I wish we could do that." I Bro, think it would be better if we could get it here. <sighs> it that would be. be he would be right. <laughs> Can we get Nebraska on there? That's right. Hmm. Maybe. Oh, I. I as much as I appreciate Mast Landing, like vitamin C, I'd love to try some of their other stuff too. At yeah. this point, if they are really that great, Jamie, did you see? Do the, does the name sound familiar when you were out there in Portland? Did you see any other beers by them? No, Braden got this at a gas station. As you should. <laughs> They're selling collabs at a gas station, <laughs> or maybe it wasn't a gas station. It wasn't like you know the brewery itself. Sure. So. Um, I don't know. It's a mystery. God. Listen, Brayton's got. If beers that's what they're selling on the East Coast I, gas stations, I know. I'm telling you, I, we get Mickey's well, uh, <laughs> and Steel Reserve. Steel Reserves, yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, I. Brayton's gotten beers from weirder places for us before, I'm, so yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah. 
So that's what I got on the on the two breweries. If we could get some more vitamin C, definitely, I think that that should be a, a upcoming episode for sure. Okay, we'll have to put the feelers out. Yep. <laughs> Okay, well, obviously we got to talk about John Stamos. We have to. We have to. We have to do it. So I, I did some research, but I did no Full House research because everybody knows about that. I never watched that show. It's okay. I know. You didn't miss Look at James. Really she's she's secretly judging me. Not well, it's really. Not secretly. I mean, it's not like a. It's not like you know a rite of passage for people who grew up in the eighties. I guess. I guess. They it's still pretty. Didn't win any Emmys or anything. They I didn't. Think, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, but John Stamos was nominated for a daytime Emmy in 1981. His work on a soap opera was his first acting job. Which soap opera? Uh, General Hospital. Mm. I don't. I didn't write his name down, but it was pretty awesome. It was like Johnny or something like that. <laughs> it was, was like on, his name with just a couple more letters. Was he on the same time as Rick Springfield? Uh, if it was in 81, 82, then maybe. Maybe. I think Springfield was before that. Yeah. So... Here, here's how I could kind of trace this down. And I don't know why. I think he has a new show on Disney. So he's making the round, the podcast rounds. Okay. He was on Stern last week. Okay. He's on Justin Long's podcast today that came out. Um, and he tells, I think, more in-depth version of what I'm going to tell you. Okay. But basically, it's like, how did he get connected with the Beach Boys? Because that's how I know him, right? Huh. Oh, you don't know the story. Okay, great. Um, so in 1981, he has a friend who plays guitar, like a session musician, but he also plays guitar in the touring version of the Beach Boys at that time. Okay. And he invites him, hey, come on down. We're at the Col- LA Coliseum or whatever. Sure. So they come to the show. Well, he is very popular with the ladies because he's on the soap opera. And they kind of chase him into the backstage area. And, the uh, ladies, yeah, do. all the oh, girls. Okay, and uh, allegedly Brian Wilson, the head of the Beach Boys, says, "If if this is happening, the girls are chasing him. All like, let's get him on the stage." Yeah, because they knew he could kind of do some percussion. He'd been playing drums and guitar since he was a little kid, since like eight years old. That's really smart. So they kind of every once in a while, when they're in town, they get together and they just become friends. Um, they kind of work together. Every once in a while, they'll bring Stamos out uh, to do like a song or two, uh, and he'll play like the congas or whatever. Um, sometimes he'll play guitar. Uh, in 1988, so you'll remember this time frame probably because yes. of the movie Cocktail. I was a freshman in high school. The mega hit Kokomo Yo. Mm-hmm. from the soundtrack. Yes. Now, if you'll float back in time with me, mm-hmm. the video version for this song, mm-hmm. John Stamos is in. He's in something very similar to that tank top right there on the can. Is he? Yes, he's playing congas, I oh. believe, in the in the beach party scene of that video. Um, and ever since that time, they kind of were connected. Okay. So he would go out on tour with them sometimes, just hang out. He would play like two songs a night sometimes, wherever they were at. Or he would do like charity events and stuff. He's a big charity guy. Okay. So they would he would get the Beach Boys to come and do their charity stuff. Uh, he loves them. He's from California. He thinks they're better than the Beatles. That's a different argument, but um, he's always been a Beach Boys guy. And like even this year, he's played music with them on stage. So uh, they've been connected for like almost 30 years now doing stuff like that. Um, and that's probably why he's uh, on this can 
in that sort of way. We get that to BG vibe. Hmm. Um, he was kind of known. He his first love was Elvis, hmm. and uh, he kind of took on some of Elvis's look and qualities. They had the haircut kind of and the mm-hmm. leathers and stuff. Uh, on the TV show, he was dressed up like he rode motorcycles, kind of like a Marlon Brando type. Sure. Um, not really been in anything else that's been too super noteworthy. He's kind of made his bread and butter on that show, uh, but he has been on a lot of things. So I wanted to go through a few of the other things you could find John Stamos in. I'm glad because I don't, besides that show, I don't know. Here's where you might have seen him. You specifically. Okay. Tales from the Crypt. Absolutely. He was in an episode of that. Okay. Larry Sanders show. Uh, Made a couple episodes of that one. Rest in peace. He was on an episode, at least one of Friends, I read. Um, (laughs) I don't Mm. know. I never saw it, but whatever. Uh, Andy Milanaka's show. (laughs) Yes. Dolan apparently knows. I remember that from MTV. He was (laughs) on that. All right. He was on Entourage, playing himself. Mm. Four episodes of Glee. Mm-hmm. Look, look, Jamie's all happy now. I remember. <laughs> and then he had one episode where he met his current wife on Law & Order SVU. Oh. They met on, on the set there. They didn't get along right away. Yeah. And then later on, they connected and are married now. Was he like a uh, sexual predator? Because that they love to do that on that show. Mm-hmm. Like take really lovable people. Oh, play against cat type. He, absolutely. Probably. Yes. I would guess if he was only in one, I would guess he was something like that. Probably. Um, they have a jewelry company together husband and wife hmm. uh, i wrote it down the name it's saint amos which is stamos with a period in the middle right yeah um all of the money that they make for that goes to children's help foundation he's also like the national spokesperson i wrote this down where did i write it in my notes oh baby abandonment awareness program it's called project cuddle so even before he was a dad he became a dad when he was like in his 50s uh, yeah. just recently in the last couple of years uh, but even before that, he was like a big kids charity guy hmm. and would do all sorts of stuff. And that was one of the reasons he was with the Beach Boys a lot was they would play these charity concerts and stuff. Hmm. And then here's some movies you might have seen him in. Okay. Probably not. Party Monster. Yes. Macaulay Culkin. No. I love that She's movie. all about that. 2003. Really? And then My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. 2. Nah, I never saw 2. And then he's in some, you know, like Greek yogurt commercials and things like that. Is but he... Greek? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I could tell you his last name, but it was a lot of letters, so I didn't write it down. Stamostas. Papalopoulos, something yes. like that, <laughs> I think. There you go. Not No offense to our Greek friends, especially That's right, especially John. Greek. Yeah. But yeah, that's his thing. Um, he is kind of famous. He's kind of like Rob Lowe in that he doesn't seem to age. He's that's very good true. looking. Yes. Um, he has a lot of hobbies. He is a good guitar player and a drummer. Um I guess he was with, what's her name, Rebecca Romaine for a while. That's right. During the X-Men time. Mm-hmm. He was one of those um, guys uh, that their wife was pop more like famous and stuff, movie star. He never really caught on in the movies. He was yeah. kind of a TV dude. But what did she really do, though, too? I mean, besides being that a That was mystique, pretty right? much yeah. it. That was it. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The beer description, uh, I found this on Untapped. I also found it on the Mast Landing website. I thought it was kind of fun. So this is the second iteration of this beer. The first one was just called Stamos on Drums. That's what I thought we had. That's what I thought we had, too. But this, and that's just an IPA. This is a a double IPA. 
Yeah, the hops listed right here, Nelson, Citra, Azaka, Victoria Secret, or Vic Secret for short. Yeah. And then these ones. These are the, like, they're so new they don't have names yet. Mm. They're just numbers. HBC 630 and Cryo Hops. Oh. 8.5%. I would have guessed more. Mm. For a double, I would have guessed Tastes more. Tastes amazing. So the description says, Stamos is turning into a one-man band this time around, picking up the guitar to go along with his drums. The col- this collab with Vitamin C was a huge hit when it was just the rhythm section. So imagine how bold and loud the flavor profile will be with a melody, too. A second round of dry hopping and a boost of ABV brings this reimagined beer to center stage and turns it up to 11. <laughs> Interesting. There you go. Uh, John Stamos. Sober, famously sober now. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't. I don't he's probably not had this before. Mm. I hope he hasn't. You never, I guess you never know. Does he get any money from this likeness rights? Anything? I would think not. I mean, it's it's. I mean, you know, it's him because it says his name. But if sure. you didn't have that name, I wouldn't exactly pick him out of there. Although I do, I really jive with that tank top. That is a sweet tank top. I wish I looked better in a tank top. I, As one Jamie time, is wearing a tank top today. Yeah. And do, do you look in a tank top, Dolan? No. No. Do I wear tank tops? No. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, this is 2021 body positivity. That's right. Well, wear, that's, wear the tank top. Not if I wear it. Hashtag. <laughs> Maybe like put a shirt back on. There's a whole sh- <laughs> like shoulder shaving issue I have to go through with the tank top. So. <laughs> Ooh. Yikes. We'll just keep those covered up. Uh, you know what? The, the connection with Stamos and, and, and the Beach Boys is I didn't know that. That's, I didn't know that at I all. I didn't either. I could have went deep dive on some other stuff, but I wanted to keep it with that name. Oh, okay. See, I only know John Stamos from Full House. From Full House. Yeah. Mm. I used to watch Nick at Night with my grandma all the time. Mm. It would be, you know, Full House and whatever else was on there. Three's Nick Company. Yeah. This Nick is at Night. Again, disgusting. This, right? This is like, how young When I was a kid, it was I Love Lucy on Nick at Night. It's right. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was a show from 1992 <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah, it's it's... TGIF, right? Yeah. And that was the... That's what we live for. Yes. And he had reruns <laughs> and with reruns. Grandma, yes. yeah. who watched it live, probably. probably. I do have a bonus beer for oh, us. Oh, right. A bonus beer. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, it does have anything to do with John Stamos? No. The only, the only tie-in is that it's an IPA. Okay. But this is a sour IPA. Oh, no. oh yes. Interesting. Oh. Look, so we're we're going head first back into regular beers. Oh, I'm wiping the seltzer taste out of my mouth. Absolutely. Sure. Jamie, are you not a fan of sour IPAs? Oh my god, I'm sorry, no. I'm not, I'm not a fan of sours. Ooh, I can't wait for you to try oh. this. It's, the color it's looks different. fantastic. This is BKS. Okay. Out of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They're probably uh, at least in my opinion, one of the best IPA breweries in the Midwest for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've not had this before. I, every time I go to Kansas City, I try to make it to this place, and we never do. I don't know why. I don't know why it always... Well, you it, need to. If you're an IPA person, mm-hmm. you got to get there. Ooh, that smells good. It looks good. There oh, Jamie, go. she looked at it Doing and it then like a set it right back down again. <laughs> so, yeah, sour. Okay. okay. Oh, it smells like a sour. It's called Amusement 4. Sour India Pale Ale. And it's 6% Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Let's see what it says. It's like a, like a um, I don't know, Ferris wheel or something on there. It is. It says, uh, BKS Artisan Ales is a small batch brewery from Kansas City, Missouri. It is a very small place. 
Uh, it's an abbreviation for Brookside Neighborhood we call home, quote unquote. Our beers are crafted mindful tribute to family, friends, neighbors, and community. This has tangerine, mango, and apricot in uh-huh. it, lactose, sugar, dry hop with citra, amarillo, and that word is Montica hops. Drink fresh, keep cold. Tangerine makes sense. I, I drank it and I was immediately like, mm-hmm. grapefruit? Question mark. Right. But oh yeah. boy, there is a lot going on. Not that there wasn't with the other beer. There is a lot going on with this mm-hmm. in so many ways. Jamie does not like it. She's making the sad face. Yeah, it's very citrusy. It mm. tastes like straight up grapefruit juice. That doesn't... It's like grapefruit juice. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Second drink is better. That's actually really good. I like it. Wow. What was your impetus behind bringing this one as the bonus beer? You just wanted to drink it? I knew we were going to have an IPA. Oh. I thought it was a straight IPA. I didn't know we had double, but mm-hmm. I wanted to flip the coin and show sour because I don't. we might have done a sour IPA before, Yep, but it's not a real prevalent style. Most hmm. places don't usually have them. It, no, well, not on purpose. Right? Well, I mean, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Ferris wheel. I know just a little bit about the history of Ferris wheel in my brain. I'm okay. Because I read a book about it once. Oh. I think it was like the first one was like Chicago World's Fair. Okay. 1880. The first eight? Ferris wheel ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Something like that. What would bring you to read a book about Ferris wheels? Well, it was just part of the book. Oh. It was like, boy, I'm going to butcher the name. Jamie might know it. Uh, it's either called devil in white city or the white devil in the city something like that devil in the white city boom so it's a story it's two stories together it's historical uh but it's not necessarily like a textbook okay so it's like the history of the chicago world's fair and how that was built and simultaneously it's about like one of the united states first serial killers and how he used the world's fair to get victims oh and he had this like horror monster house that he built torture house in it so you're learning about how they built all these amazing things for the world's fair and all the stuff that was there i think that's where pbr got their blue ribbon was at the chicago world's fair (laughs) like i'm pretty sure that's accurate sure and then you learn about this guy hh holmes or whatever his name was and how he basically killed people and then got away with it whoa and they the stories combine in a cool way um but it was was like the book won the pulitzer prize a few years ago so it was a, a popular book maybe mm. 10 years ago or so. Sounds interesting. And uh, that was one of the things I learned about was the guy and how they moved the Ferris wheel from like Paris, France or something and put it together and okay. set it up. All right. So that caught my eye. Did That's the it. Chicago World Fair come after the fire or before? I think the fire was, I think it was after that. I like the fire was like before. The I, fire was the purpose of why the World's Fair was there, right? Uh, to get people back. Into Chicago? I should know this, but I don't. I can't remember. Mm. I really I don't. Know. Look it up. All uh, I know was Miss, what was it, Miss O'Malley's cow? Yes. Kicked over the lantern? Kicked over the lantern. I actually just told that story to my child, mm. not to, yeah, just on the trip back from Colorado. I don't know if it's real or true, but yeah. that's what I was told. It's a great story. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> great for the people that their house is burned and stuff. Yeah. Man, they're all gone. They won't know. <laughs> they can't say anything to us now. All right, TripAdvisor. Hmm. All right. TripAdvisor says four out of five stars on 17 reviews for masked landing. Uh, 
seems like they've had a few Karens uh, bomb <sighs> their... Uh, so I clipped out Review a good one. bombing. Oh, That's a boy. new thing. It totally is. Yeah. It happened this recently. It did. It's happened. The Master of the Universe. Oh, it's happened. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. Because oh, there's boy. a lot of really frail, magical, frail male egos yeah. out there that, that can't that stand can strong characters. It's ridiculous. Anyway, and I'm a huge Master of the Universe fan, too. And it was the series was great. Uh, so five out of five, great beer. The atmosphere is also very, is very pleasant. Nice outdoor seating selection. You can tell they care about beer. Nothing but quality here. Okay. Yeah. That's one of them. Here's one that shouldn't be on there. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. And I almost want to read it in like the Karen voice, but I'm not going to. Okay. Hey, Masked Landing. Just wanted to let you know the breweries in the state of Maine are in fact allowed to have dogs, at oh, least on God. the patios. Most of the breweries in Maine that have patios actually have water bowls for them and everything. If you don't like dogs, Satan, just don't blame it on the state because Maine is actually pretty great. We stopped by briefly, and you lost at least four customers during that time who all had dogs. Good riddance. <laughs> That's what I'd say. What a ridiculous uh, to review. To be fair, it is very dog-friendly there. I, see, I saw dogs everywhere. I wouldn't leave a review like that. Hey, I bet they were all little dogs. If your dog buys a beer, cool. If not, get out. <laughs> here's a, if your dog here's, buys a beer. At least this is one of the things that I've kind of learned through this whole COVID thing is like businesses or whatever, they reserve the right to refuse service to anybody. Yeah. For, for anything. Any for yes. any reason. Yep. So, so if they don't want to have dogs, it's not because they hate dogs or they're Satan. They just don't want to have dogs. We went to a local brewery yep. this week, me and my wife, okay. before we picked up our kids. That's our babysitter. Right, was, sure. Still in school, mm-hmm. and there was four dogs in the place. And the, we walk in, and you know how sometimes you go in and it's a brew day, and you're like, oh, oh, it smells so good, it smells so good. Oh, we walk yeah. in, and we're like, oh, it smells like wet dogs in here. Mm. What the heck? Yep. And that's because there was sweaty, wet dogs in there. Mm. Um, and they just recently made a thing where a sign on the door: your dog must be on a leash. Eh, okay. Which seems reasonable, absolutely. But uh, apparently, there was some kerfuffle about oh. that. The dogs just couldn't wander around and pee freely, you know, whatever. Even in Colorado, where like if you move to Colorado, you're instantly given two things: a dog and a Subaru. You have to, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's Colorado. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even in Colorado, it's dogs are on the patio; they got to be on a leash. Like, just be respectful. Yeah, I guess or whatever. So, anyway, that review shouldn't have been. It's ridiculous. So. Uh, God, if I was a business, I would respond to all of those. I, I, it would take such great restraint to not respond to this, but yeah. yeah. I like it when they do, and then they tell the other side of the story, and they're like, well, actually, you were super rude, and you <laughs> cut in line, mm-hmm. and you spilled your beer, Yeah, and, and your dog so, wasn't on a leash, and you yeah. took a dump in and the middle of And it bit somebody, our, yes. so get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I love it when that happens. Yeah. Oh, we're glad so that good. you and the other four customers aren't coming back, because we don't want you. Yeah. Your money's no good here, because you're yeah. not allowed here. Yep. Uh, vitamin C, five out of five on six reviews. So as popular as they are, they only have six reviews. On Nobody Trip does these trip. Nobody does. I don't think. No. Do they? I don't know. Uh, here's one. Vi- finally got to vitamin C. Enjoyed the limited release beers and their regular pours too. It is a huge building with lots of tables to hang out and with family and friends. The beer is very good and they often have food trucks outside. Parking is tricky, but worth the wait. Mm, so yeah. in a nutshell, you know what you're getting yourself into there. Yeah. That's just that's a solid review. I wonder how much a beer costs there. Is it more money on the East Coast? I don't know. I'd assume so. Do you remember when you were out there? Everything was expensive. Mm. But the prices are, everything's, you know, 
more expensive now because of COVID. Right. Trying to, you know, make money from last year, but it was of course even more expensive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Untapped. Seven hundred and ninety one check ins. Ooh. What do you uh, think? I mean, we're in double IPA territory, so you, you, you're somewhat deliberate, right? Yeah. Four point two six. I'm going four point one eight. They're so random, these remember. numbers. Um, 4.31. 4. 4. Ooh, you were close. Right around it. Right around it. Yep. So That was yeah. one of the best. That doesn't taste like a double. No. Which is amazing. It's no. dangerous and great. Super yeah. juicy. That and was the amazing. further we get into this BKS, the more I think we need to devote a whole episode to them, too, because that's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah, different, yeah. but it's different in a fun complex way yeah there's definitely a lot going on with that one yeah well jamie thank you to you and brayden and everybody else from atlas that went and did the meet and greet out there i know the the pictures and the videos have been awesome if you haven't if if you are a traveler for us if you haven't watched the video or haven't been a part of our meet and greets you probably should figure out where the next one is seattle oklahoma city oh wait a minute i don't even know when this is going out yeah yeah yeah, yeah coming yeah. up seattle oklahoma seattle, city oklahoma city we're looking at atlanta in we're the gonna, future yeah yeah uh, those are all good brewery towns Abs- guys well coincides it i don't know hmm, just happened to be that way with the dart on the map huh mm, it kind of flew that way <laughs> sure <laughs> so. all right uh our apologies for odell for not getting to their bonus beer this week uh but you know, i guess you got to send them an email ahead of time so yep we're not going anywhere for a while let's have another beer Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.